In this bulletin, Tarongazu reviews its procedure after five lions escaped from their enclosure. Anthony Albanese defends his decision not to attend a climate conference. And in sports, an AFL coach facing racism allegations says he's determined to clear his name. With the latest SBS News, I'm Julien Heuillet. Sydney's Taronga Zoo says there will be an inquiry into how five lions managed to escape their enclosure, sparking a lockdown and emergency response. The adult lion and four cubs were spotted in a small area next to the main lion exhibit. Spokesperson Simon Duffy says most of the animals went back into their main exhibit space of their own accord, while a cub had to be tranquilized in order to be returned. Mr. Duffy says they are trying to establish the exact circumstances of what happened, but video footage suggests it was less than 10 minutes between the lions escaping and returning. A full review is now underway to confirm exactly how the lions were able to exit their main exhibit. They did breach the containment fence. We don't have the exact details of how and why that occurred. That is very much a very... Um, focus of our incident response. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has defended his decision not to attend a major climate conference this weekend. COP27 is being held in Egypt and the federal government is sending climate change minister Chris Bowen and the assistant minister Jenny McAllister. Anthony Albanese says the conference doesn't involve major new policy considerations, so he decided not to go. I can't be in all places at once. Uh, it's as simple as that. If we could, uh, if we could do that, then then I'd achieve it. And I'm sure that if I was going, people would say, "Why aren't I attending Parliament?" Uh, we had our budget uh, last week. Uh, this COP uh, is uh, one of implementation. It's not a, one of a new policy and program. The federal opposition says the Albanese government has failed to deliver on one of its key election promises. Angus Taylor says Labour has failed to demonstrate any plan to controlling inflation and higher interest rates. He told the National Press Club Labour has failed to deliver on a key pledge. But the biggest broken promise is the one the Prime Minister made before the election. The promise that no one would be held back, no one would be held back, and no one would be left behind. This is a budget that tells Australians the government knows that it's tough, but doesn't have the solution. The brother of a man murdered in Sydney in 1989 hopes a special commission of inquiry will give his family some answers after more than 30 years of anguish. A special commission of inquiry into historical hate crimes against gay and trans people in Sydney is holding its first public hearings. John Russell is one of an estimated 88 gay men who were killed in Sydney between 1970 and 2010. It was a particularly dangerous era when members of the LGBTQI community were bashed and sometimes killed at gay beasts in bushland and public parks like Marks Park, south of Bondi. Peter Russell says he spent the past 30 years hoping his brother's killer would eventually be held to account. My brother was John Russell and uh, he was murdered, what was it, 1989 and uh, yeah he was thrown off a cliff at Marks Park uh, 
and as I said, uh, we still haven't got a result after three coroner's inquests and plenty of media coverage and everything else. So basically, this is our basic last chance looking for answers. Emergency volunteers say they are conducting dozens of rescues as more rain hits swollen creeks and catchments in inland New South Wales. The state emergency service says it has conducted 39 flood rescues in the last 24 hours, despite warnings to avoid taking cars through flooded roads. A search is also continuing for two men missing in flood waters in the state's south. The pair were riding in the back of a ute which was swept off the road while being driven across a flooded causeway, about 50 kilometers from the town of Burawa on Monday night. And in sports, the former partner of an indigenous football player has decided not to take part in an AFL investigation into allegations of racism at the Hawthorne Football Club. Her lawyer has issued a statement saying she is not taking part because the inquiry lacks independence, is unduly rushed and is not culturally safe. Someone facing allegations of racism during his time as Hawthorne coach is Alastair Clarkson. Mr. Clarkson is now coaching North Melbourne and says he is determined to clear his name. At the minute they are just allegations and we're, uh, we're going to defend ourselves pretty, pretty strongly in, uh, in the investigation and um, like anyone in this, in this world, um, until the allegations are proven you should be able to get on and live your life. I'm Julien Oyer, this is SBS News.